Hi, everybody. It's Dawn from Out of the Spiritual Closet with Dawn and her angel team coming to you with this week's podcast. And this week's podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit about dreams. And for me, dreams have always been one of the things that I consider one of my gifts. I have had a lot of precognitive dreams, um, things of that nature. But once I had this particular dream that I had never had before, and if you've heard me talk about the Akashic Records, you understand that it's the field in the sky um, of it's like the Google in the sky. It has infinite knowledge about your soul, every thought, action, and deed from its inception. So um, I, like I said, I have precognitive dreams and those are fun and sometimes very scary, but this is different. This one time I had a dream and I didn't know it at the time, but I was in the Akashic records or in the field. And this dream was basically how I got to be here today and be who I am. So when people talk about before you came to this world, you picked your parents, you picked your life lessons, you picked your social circles or your environment, you picked all these things about you. Many people would be like, oh, heck no, I would never have picked this person to be my father or mother. Or, you know, I never would have picked such challenging circumstances. Um, and I say, I think you did. <laughs> I think you actually picked them. Um, my thought process on it is that we often pick our parents and our children or those in our close soul family um, in order to help each other learn lessons. And one of the people that I've studied some of their work is Dolores Cannon. Um, and I had come to these opinions before I studied her. So it was great to have some of my beliefs backed up. So if you ever are interested, check into Dolores Cannon and her works to go a little bit deeper on that. But as far as my experience, I um, had a dream and this dream was different than others. So in this dream, it was the dream of my creation, the dawn of dawn. <laughs> and this was more than a dream. And the, I have some different um, indicators for me when it's a regular dream, because I do just dream regular stuff like everybody else to process out. But then I have precognitive or psychic type dreams or connection dreams. And then those are very different. So with those, it doesn't matter if 10 years has passed or 20 years, I can still feel everything about those dreams. I can remember how I felt. I can remember the energy around it. It's, it's just like you can instantly recall that information when it's a different level dream. Otherwise, with my dreams, I'm like the rest of the world, you know, unless it was horrifying or something or so great, I usually only remember little snippets. So that for me, I have certain body indicators and mind indicators that tell me if it's a regular dream or something on the spiritual side. So this particular dream happened for me after I came through cancer and chemotherapy. and. A lot of my really 
big awakening moments happened after chemotherapy. Excuse me. I believe that's because I was more open. And then in the middle part of my life is where I shut down. And then on the other side of chemo, I had nothing left to lose. And so a lot of my restrictions and constrictions started stripping away. But nonetheless, in this particular dream, I was shown how I picked to be me. And during the process, there was a, um, basically think of it like a dark room or a semi-lit room, but it wasn't actually a room. But in the middle is a vision, a holograph of who I will be. And then I've got my spirit team off to the side and they sat there with me and they let me pick different things. And I honestly remember picking out my, um, my race um, and knowing with my race, uh, my ethnic background more than race, I should say, because I was raised Italian. I actually thought Italian was a race for a long time. I didn't know it wasn't. Um, we were treated differently. Anyways, that's a whole other story. But um, I was picking out what I wanted to look like and the things that I wanted. So it was cute. In one part, I get to, I'm looking at the different ways I would look. And then they scanned around to the different countries. And with that, you were able to determine some of the limitations that were coming in from being in that country, as opposed to another one, and some of the societal things in there. With that said, um, so I picked my country, I picked my design, and then as they were creating me, they were giving me options of height. And I am short. I am, I mean, I'm tall enough, right? I could see over my steering wheel and stuff. And I don't need a booster seat quite yet. But um, I am only five foot one and a half right now and <laughs> shrinking. But um, in this vision that I had, dream, whatever you want to call it, they had me picking what I would look like and what my height would be. And so I remember saying, oh, I'd like to be attractive. And, you know, and they're doing, it. I was like, oh, but not too pretty because I'll take, take advantage of that. If I'm too pretty, I'll use it. And I won't ever have to work to grow my soul. So I said, oh, I'd like to be good enough to have the doors open for me, but I wanted to be able to still work and grow. So I didn't want it to be too easy. I consciously remember picking that. And now as a, as a person here on planet earth, I would have liked a couple more inches. I'm just saying, but that's okay. Um, good things come in little packages sometimes, but anyways, so we picked the height, we picked the ethnicity. Um, then I remember picking parents. And when I was picking the parents, I do remember saying that I wanted a young mother this time. I wanted a really young mother because I wanted to be able to spend the most time possible with her on earth. And I guess in some of my previous lifetimes, I lost my mother. Um, I lost family members. So that was a very important integral part of it. And for the record, my mom was 20 when she had me. Um, so I did get my younger mother. She is still alive today. So um, I've been blessed to have my mother in my life for the whole 57 years I've been here now. So that was one of the things, um, the ethnicity. 
that I did want to um, have gifts. I remember picking the gifts. And then I remember um, also the checklist of things that I wanted to accomplish here on planet Earth. And my checklist was huge. I like had this great big list of all these things I wanted to accomplish here. And the other spirits and things and my guides were like, that's kind of crazy. Are you really sure you're going to do all that? And I remember um, saying, no, I can do it. I can do it. And they'd say to me, well, what if you get off track? What are you going to do then? You know, you'll never do it. I was like, no, I know what I'll do. If I am not on my right track, I will hide messages in books. And they said, well, what if you don't pay attention? I said, well, then I'll put signs up. And they said, well, what if you still don't pay attention? I said, well, then I'll put big billboards up so I can't miss it. And they said, well, what if you still don't pay attention? I said, well, then I'll have ads flashing on the screens. And um, I guess I said computers. I don't remember specifically that part. And so I had given all these things. And I do remember seeing the list. It had like 30 things on it. It was huge. And I said, no, no. It was like, I can do this. I want to do this. It's going to be so great. So that was a lot of the things that I picked. Now I got into my life and it started out good. Okay, everything's fine. And then as, as life would be, things fell apart. My parents got divorced. There was addictions and abuse. And then I went on and I lived through my 20s, which came with it a few things of my own. Um, and then I got married and had a kid and then got divorced. And so this all just kind of rolled. So it was the portion of the story where I said, well, what if, what if, you know, they said to me, what if you're not paying attention? What if you're not paying attention? And so I remember um, it was after my ex-husband passed and that's a whole nother story, but um, I was going through a very wonky time, for lack of a better word. We had been divorced for decades, and um, the 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 grief kind of threw me because I didn't expect to grieve like that for a relationship that had been over. But there were so many layers and so many other things. But however, as I was going through that process there was an opportunity for me to once again notice because I was quieter. I was more into myself. I was reading, looking for information because the whole thing with the ex-husband was a bit awkward because here's a person that's not in my life anymore, but I'm grieving as if I lost my husband. It was very bizarre. So I didn't really know where to turn. So I got on the computer the one day and I start seeing the ads coming in. And so then I started receiving the messages to move towards this mentor or this teacher. And really for me, it was life changing. Um, I am so glad that I implanted those messages to be seen because otherwise I can't imagine what I would feel like today. It's been about three years since that experience that led me to go searching um, just recently. And so for me, um, I just think that without those messages, those signposts that I put there for myself, 
um, I wouldn't be quite where I'm at today. And I got to tell you that by actually stopping and listening to those messages and following my instincts a lot more, I feel like I have um, found a whole new life for myself, right? I found a place to grow community. I found things that I like to do, working in the spiritual world. And the people that I'm meeting now and bringing into my life are more aligned with the true and authentic me. So, um, but that was my little story of planning Dawn. Um, I do remember picking out my father too, um, but there were a lot of lessons that I wanted to learn. Um, the last part about that is that I picked the two parents also because of their family lines and the gifts and the magic that I could make happen. So really fun stuff being able to do that. Now, um, I did it in a dream state prior to being activated to go into the Akashic Records. But this is something that we can do, um, you know, us, us um, healers, um, the Akashic Records healers or people that work with this kind of stuff. We can take you there to the pre-planning part to see what some of your goals and lessons were. Um, now, you may not get that same visual like I described, but we can definitely glean information from it. So I do think it's important to remember what your main purpose that you came here for was. It's not a job. Please don't think that your main purpose to come to planet Earth was to work. That wasn't it. I remember that mine was my main purpose was joy and love that I said, I have enough joy and love in me. I want to share it here and share it there. So I picked some pretty challenging circumstances, <clears throat> excuse me, to share that. But that is what I picked or what I, I embodied and I wanted to share. So um, some of my challenges would be being safe, um, aligning with the right vibration people, not um, acquiescing to everybody else's demands, learning how to look inward. And this is a lesson for a lot of us, learning to look her validation inward into the seat of your soul, into your connection with divine instead of outward from the world. So, um, yeah, that's the story of John, how I got to be here and how I got to be five foot one and a half. <laughs> so, um, Thank you very much for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed my little story time uh, and I will catch up with y'all soon. Bye.